Hello, folks and avid One Two Review listeners. Welcome into another episode of your favorite podcast, One Two Review, where it's me, Luke the Strip Club DJ, my buddies Alex and Brandon the Party Provider. We rate and review movies on a very simple scale. One or two. One if we didn't really like it, two if we liked it or had a reason to give it a two. Um, we vote on these movies, review them till we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. All right, kick that intro. One, two, Hello, hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome. How are you guys? Uh, how are you guys doing? Well, listeners, of course, how are you doing? But, you, but we can't hear you, so I'll ask the boys, how are you guys doing? Well, on behalf of the listeners, I'm doing fantastic, and I'm ready to donate to Patreon. I'm ready to like and review on iTunes, and I'm ready to listen to another great episode of our show. That's awesome. I'm excited to hear that. Brandon? Brandon, how are you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's a little overcast today. It's a little muggy, but uh, I'm doing great, so... It's good to talk to same. you guys. I'm excited for the week. Great to talk to you too, Brandon. Same kind of situation out here in Los Angeles. Started off the day a little overcast. It was nice and cool for a change. I think we're kind of out of the worst of the heat wave for summertime. And I think we're, um, I think we're in the clear. Excuse me. I burped. I think we're in the clear with that weather pounding down on us. Well, boys. Uh, I think we how should... are we? Uh, we should introduce how we're keeping score. I forgot exactly, exactly. So Luke and I received a uh, gift in the mail, which is very cool from a listener. We don't know exactly who it was. It's an anonymous package, but we opened it up and it had a little note and it said, uh, "Please use this to review the movies for the week." And uh, Luke, do you want to tell them what it was? Um. First of all, I'm not sure how listeners are getting our address. I'm a little concerned about that because that is our personal home address. So please, guys, if you do have something that you want to send us, check out the one to review website. Check out um, that on uh, Fireside FM. We've got our, our P.O. box that we want things sent to, just not our personal address. But, um, yeah, I hate to be such a stickler on that. What we received today was something that a lot of people know but probably don't have. It's a Russian stacking doll. And it's a big one. It's heavy, too. And it looks like it's really finely crafted. The reviewer put in a little note saying that it's got 20 layers to it. So then once we get down to the final little nugget at the end, we'll know that uh, we reviewed our share of movies. I thought that was pretty clever. So um, thanks again to that anonymous listener. And um, we're going to have a great time peeling apart the different layers. I haven't opened any layers yet today, so. I'm excited for that. What's on the first layer? How does it present itself? Um, let me unwrap it real quick here. It's all wrapped up. Um, the first layer is the purple babushka. Very classic. Just a grandmother looking painting. Finely done artisan work here on this uh, purple babushka. So that's 20 right there. Nice. Or one, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, let's start peeling some players, guys. Let's review a movie. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, we saw a lot of good flicks this week, uh, but we're going to start with a sci-fi adventure film called Soul. And that is S-O-L, not S-O-U-L to our listeners. S-O-L, Spanish for sun. And this is the uh, story. 
It's a sci-fi adventure, like I said, about a group of people, seven of them to be specific, that have to go to the sun and they have to blow it up to save the earth. So just to set the stage a little bit, uh, global warming has been getting out of control in this kind of close to our present future, future film, and the planet's getting too hot. They've come up with ways of providing light to grow food and stuff, but that is not uh, hot. It's not heating up the planet. So they decide that they need to blow up the sun and they hire uh, a man who is a rocket scientist as well as a flight kind of pilot in the air force and he's played by army hammer who i haven't seen in a while guys i don't know about you guys but i don't remember him in a lot of films recently but army hammer's the lead in this and he takes this group of people up to the sun and they try to blow it up and without spoiling too much that's all i'll say did you guys have any feelings about this film yeah i enjoyed this film it was a, an adventure film from start to finish i love the pairing of the seven people i felt um each individual character brought a lot to the story, and they all had their unique traits and vulnerabilities. I, uh, I personally like the tall guy. I found um, him to be well-acted and really knew when his ability would come into play. I also liked the, the smart guy um, and the smarter guy that, of course, is smarter than him and was you know, constantly coming up with a better solution to every plan. But <laughs> I felt the dyna- dynamics between them were quite enjoyable. Um, this movie was a little predictable. I don't know if you guys know anything about trying to blow up the sun, but it's sort of, of already a failed mission from launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought the title SOL was a little apropos because the mission itself seemed um, just impossible. But there are some surprises in this movie. Yeah, perhaps the impossible is actually possible if you get the right team together. Yeah, I found it a little unbelievable that, spoiler alert, that they were able to land on the surface of the sun and start digging and uh, planting bombs. I thought that was impossible since the sun is like a million nuclear explosions. Yeah, well, so that's the thing about this film is they have a lot of super advanced technology. Like they have... On the planet, they fixed kind of all of the problems, except for the sun being too hot. They have the, the ability to land on the sun. They've got thermal, you know, buffering or cushions on their vehicles. Stuff like. My my point being that it, it seems like with technology, they wouldn't have to, there was no need to blow up the sun. It seemed like they could have found a workaround, you know, built a shield around the planet or something. I, I didn't understand why they actually needed to blow up the sun, you know. It's it's a movie, Alex. Sure. One thing that was a big turnoff for me was how slapsticky the crew was on in the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those lines sounded improvised and uh, kind of unprofessional. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the actors were like smacking gum. I don't know if it was some kind of props thing, but everyone was like smacking gum, eating peanuts, eating really loud food throughout the movie, crunchy snacks, burping, sneezing, coughing. It's actually yeah, just the uh, director's style. He like he founded this movement in the uh, early '90s. That's all about realism in filmmaking and capturing those kind of sounds and the in between moments of uh, a lot of the dialogue. So I could see how some might perceive it as, you know, it's not edited right or they left that that weird moment in there. But it's more to achieve this sort of realism. There was this yeah. There's a scene where the one of the scientists was said, "Oh." 
his beard was so itchy and it was literally felt like three minutes of him scratching his beard and grunting. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of gross. I think that's, again, this movie has just different things going on that it's got this really grounded, realistic approach to some of those dialogue scenes, but then, you know, fantastic sci-fi special effectsy kind of stuff. And I don't think those things paired well together, you know, I don't think they helped each other. No. Yeah. So it Uh, felt like a little discombobulating, a little discombobulating, a little tedious too. Um, but I will say that on on screen chemistry between the players was a lot of fun to watch. Even though it was gross and farting and slapsticky, it, it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite the summer blockbuster I think we all expected while going into it. Um, yeah. However, I I found it enjoyable. Do you guys want to give a review to this film? Yup, I'm gonna give it a one. Just a a little boring, you know. There's there's other films like this that you could see that are better. So yeah, give it a one. Soul. Um, Soul gets a two from me, surprisingly, because that the end scene when they finally do blow up the sun. I mean, spoiler alert. Come on. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. We're not going to make they're not going to make this movie without actually blowing up the sun. I think that's why they made the movie. Um, And we got to see the universe being wiped out. Everything in existence getting wiped out except for Earth. Uh totally unrealistic but a really cool um piece of cgi a really piece of cool um really cool piece of work cinematically so i get it i give this a two yeah i agreed it was enjoyable um let me actually say i agree with alex um while it was enjoyable i think i do have to give this film a one perhaps if my expectations were different when i stepped into the theater but going into it thinking, you know, I have this large popcorn, no butter, I have this large, no ice, Mr. Pibb, I'm going to enjoy this film. It just didn't happen. So for me, I'm going to give it a one. Okay. Good reviews. We got uh, four to peel apart this this, um, Russian stacking doll. Okay, I'm pulling it apart. First layer is the police officer. It looks like a pretty angry cop pointing a gun. Mustache? Mustache. Yeah. He's wearing glasses. Um, no glasses. Just mustache, angry face, pointing a gun, and that blue uniform and silver badge. So I'm pulling that apart. Huh? An American police officer. Looks American, yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. Not sure what the Russian police look like. I think they, they said... You would know. We would know. We would know. True. All right. Pulling the next one apart. It's a baker... And uh, holding a tray of buns. and Baker's looks, dozen. Yeah, it's a true baker's dozen. 13 breads on that tray. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's symbolic of anything. Next layer is a, a tennis player. And cool. just looking intense, holding a, a tennis racket. Blonde Male, lady. female. Blonde, blonde lady. Male. Blonde lady. That's a blonde Can't lady. Can't tell? Hard to tell? No, that's a blonde lady. Oh, Yeah. I, I don't know, a little androgynous, but yeah, I guess it's a lady. Um, next layer is the scuba diver. Is that where we're stopping? Is that our last layer? Yeah. It must be, right? Oops. I think so. I think we might Wait, have done too many. Police. Four. Four. 
baker, tennis player, and scuba diver. Oh yeah. And the final layer no, that no, I'm no. revealing. No, yeah, no, don't, cause, don't. Oh, wait, because we counted the babushka as a layer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Put that down. Okay. I think I know what I'm doing. All right. Well, maybe not. Let's I do know that we need to make a little money here, pay the bills. My Patreon donors, where are you at? You know, we didn't we won't need to run so many ads if we get your help, but um um got an ad for you right here. Each time deserves something special. Treat you and your loved one to a custom handmade condom. Simply download the Kurtz Condom Version 2 app. Complete your member's photo profile and follow the easy motion graphic enhanced instructions. Within hours, Curtin himself will get the photos and begin the custom process. Please allow six to eight weeks delivery time. Kurtzcondoms.com backslash review. Luke, this is a movie that you recommended. I know you went to a uh, festival recently. You, uh, you know, you were tweeting the whole time, very informative about what you were seeing and your instantaneous thoughts. This was one, however, that stuck out to you. You called me. Uh, because of the time difference, of course, it was late at night. You may or may not have been aware. You woke me up with uh, news to catch this film called The Sad Song. Um, yeah, I was at the Madrid Blues Festival, and they had a screening of The Saddest Song. It's a documentary exploring the world of blues, um, where a, a famous world, world famous, uh, sorry, world famous documentarian Werner Herzog takes on the task of finding the saddest blues song in the world. And man, oh man, there are some sad stories and some sad songs in this yeah. documentary. Now, Ooh. you guys you guys both had a chance to see this too, Ooh, right? Yeah. I know you weren't yeah, there at yeah. the festival with me. Sorry about waking you up, Brandon. Um, I was just very sad. I, I was in an emotional state and I needed to reach out to somebody. Um, I, I know it was very late and sorry for waking you up there. I know you. No, of course, no problem, Luke. I almost prefer it. I had things to do anyways, so thanks for the thanks for waking me up almost. Ooh, guys, this movie was devastating, right? I mean, yeah. it just woof. I cried. I cried a lot it, during this. It time. shook me to the core. Absolutely. <sighs> I haven't cried uh, going in going on in like thirty years now, so it's it's been a while. And and not like okay, so for me I went through I went through a really hard, like a solid cry, like crying like kind of a baby, like a, a whiny kind of cry for the first 20 minutes or so. And then just this, ooh, this apathetic kind of just state just of emptiness, kind of emptiness, paralysis. Yeah. Um, a beautiful. Yeah, with the opening uh, note of the film, you're just, you're cued to cry. Like oh, it's almost instantaneous, but. Just a whole arc of different kinds of kinds of sadness i felt yeah i mean what what are you going to expect they're trying to find the saddest song um that opening scene that's one note jones surprisingly talented artist who just has a single string and only can play one note his finger all the bones on his finger fused together so he can only (sighs) accomplish a single note oh man man, you think those it's all about timing it's all about timing Oh, yeah, certainly in the rhythm. And then those lyrics, you know, just um, just you think that those country songs are sad where they lose their dog, their wife leaves them, you know, 
they're drunk and their truck breaks. You think that's where most of these lyrics start. That's a good day for these guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, and some of them even less so. There's that that uh, Daddy Wilcox song, Creeping Around My Grave. And that one is, it's crazy because it's, it's not even what what a a, a guy a kid not a, a kid doesn't smile at the guy or whatever on the street and that's all the song is about a kid doesn't smile it's not even a big deal but the way it's written um yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i absolutely agree with that alex um and brandon i think um you were telling me about how that song old rotten cat really struck a chord with you yeah, when I was younger, I actually stumbled across a, a rotten cat on the street one night, and I had repressed those memories. I, I was unaware, and as soon as I heard those lyrics about that, it really shook, I, shook me to the core again. I think that was probably Malty the Crybaby. I, I went to go download that song later. I had a hard time finding it. I think a lot of these are really rare cuts. Yeah, they're definitely deep, deep cuts. Yeah, the album uh, the album attached with this documentary has not been released yet. They're still getting licensing and um, getting these songs up on iTunes. Um, it's a whole process. They're you know like the parental advisory. They have to get one specifically because it's so sad. They have to put oof. like a suicide hotline number, and they have to put like warning: this is sad. If you're at all depressed, do not listen to this. So. That sounds ridiculous, but I I believe that that's required for this film. You know, if you're not ready for this experience, then then you shouldn't see this. Well, you know, by the title, judging you can judge the book by its cover in this circumstance. Yeah, yeah, but but saddest isn't. It's not even the word for the feeling that it gives you. You know, it's the closest word that we have. But I don't know what I experienced. Yeah. Well. The documentary culminates in what could be described as um, a weep off or where the various blues musicians play their saddest song they've got. And the saddest song, I guess, is the winner. It's I mean, it's the song they say it's the song that when no one can play, when no one can play anymore. Um, they can't finish the song. Basically, they get, oh god, you know, and that scene. Couple dies. notes into it. Yeah. In, oh god, just to see a room of what? It's fifty or so musicians. Just to see them all. It's all crying their eyes out. The and then you look the around rooms. the theater and you realize everybody else in the theater is crying. So you might as well cry too. You know. It was, yeah. guys. It was. So I guess just congratulations to the winners. Um, third place was Burning Sad and Soulless by Pinky Half Leg. Um, Coffin Nail Neil came in second with Boogers on My Shirt. And, of course, the song that we all couldn't get through, The Worst Days Tomorrow. Um, that award went to... Uh, Timmy Teardrop. So congratulations, Timmy, on having the saddest song. I think he won an iTunes deal for, I think he got $100 and an iTunes deal to get his song up on the, the top of the iTunes page. So congratulations. Congratulations, Werner Herzog, for finally making me cry. <laughs> yeah. So um, are we ready to review this? Did you guys have anything else you wanted to 
to bring up about this very, very sad documentary? No. Let's review it. I mean, I'll give it a two. Just a two. Yeah. I feel deeply connected having been at the festival and having um, seen the screening and seen the level of emotion inside that room. And we watched these, these different artists and songs being expressed. Uh, I, I got to give it a two, just a true moment of human emotion. Yeah. Rediscovering uh, that I can cry was pretty moving. So I'm going to give this two points. Thank you. All right. Well, that's great. That's uh, six points. Six points. On, uh, we're going to be taking six layers off of the Russian stacking doll here. Alex, can you, you think you're ready? You need a minute to collect yourself to help me out with this stacking doll? Uh, just, just take off a layer and just maybe it'll cheer you up. Yeah, maybe what's underneath will make you smile. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. And peeling off this one. And ooh, it's cy- some cyclists. It's like some cyclists. Sharing a tandem bike? or No, it's like three kind of racing uh, cyclists. I don't know. Like a Tour de France. Okay. How's that on the cheer up meter? Uh, guys, I'm... I'm uh... Let's go for another layer. Let's All right, cool. Here. All right, let's see. Next one is a scuba diver. Okay, you sounding happier? This is good. What's next? Yeah, I mean, it's just exciting. Next is a green lady growing some herbs. Okay. Oh, wow. This is a very... Yeah, this is like a green very skin. traditional... Um, this is a very traditional Russian piece of art showing mm-hmm. the green lady growing herbs. All right, and then a milk boy, a guy, a boy delivering some milk, milk to a lady or whatever. I mean, lady's not there. She's looking out the window, but it's a little scene. This one's a little scene. And there's a cat looking up, Brandon, Uh the cat, you know, hey. Yeah, he's waiting for the boy to spill some milk. So that's four, and what, I need to do two more here, right? Yeah, we need two. All right, we're getting a little smaller here. This one is a uh, violinist. Okay. Uh, violinist playing. Uh, oh, maybe. Hey, maybe a sad song. Imagine that. Uh, violin's <laughs> not necessarily always sad, but it can be. It can be pretty sad. All right, and one more. Yeah. All right, and this one is. What is this? A stand-up comedian? Yeah. This is. This? this is really funny. It's a. It's a stand-up comedian. Looks like. He's holding a cigar. He's in front of um, a, a microphone. He's making uh-huh. the universal. What's the deal? Uh, hand gesture. Little, yeah, a little shoulder shrug hand gesture thing. Hmm. Huh. I can picture it. You can picture it, right? I can picture it. All right. It. I'm feeling a little better, but oof, that that movie, guys. All right. Let's roll an ad. <clears throat> Do it. Herboy's new album, Heart Kisses, is out and features their certified hit, Ice Cream. LA Bi-Weekly calls Heart Kisses soft and subtle. The New York press raves, Heart Kisses is a delight to hear. It's infectious. Her boy's new album is trending and taking over charts on iTunes, Spotify, and Pitch Poo Music. Get the special edition right now for only $6.99 at herboyalbum.com slash review. Go! 
I'm excited to check out that album. I've been listening to that single for weeks, and when the album comes out, I'll probably be listening to that for the rest of the summer. Have you guys I heard mean, that? Geez. Yeah, not my kind of music normally, but I like it. It's very good. I like her boy. I like his look. I like her boy. I like his music. The production's fun. It's funky, but it's not too—it's not too um, bubblegum pop. You know what I mean? No, there's some. It's got talent. a little edge to it. Yeah, and some some bite and some honesty behind it. Yeah. All right, so the next film that we watched is a part of a series of different films. They're each about 20 minutes long. They're the Science Now series of films. Each one focuses on a different kind of science, each one a little bit about kind of home science, stuff that you can find in the house, saving time, kind of life hacks, stuff like that. This one specifically was Science Now, Boiling Water. And they asked the question, which is faster? Boiling water or freezing water? And then from that question, they answer many more questions about water and the science of water and how to speed up water uh, processes. A lot of interesting home science in this film. Do you guys have any opinions on it? Yeah, this is great. This is all online right now. I would suggest everybody go home and watch this video. It's only 20 minutes, and these are things I'm going to be doing on a daily basis from now on. Yeah. Hard-hitting science, but they tone it down for the average viewer, you know. You don't have to be a real genius to get the concepts that they're exhibiting here with these Science Now um, experiments. Mm -hmm. I really liked, because uh, I do have a problem boiling water at home. Either it's taking too long or it happens too fast and half the water boils off. I have to add more water. So this really did sort of improve my water boiling at home mm -hmm. and... Um, they they boiled o over 40 pots of water to get these results. And they found out that if you add a little bit of something, you're going to have to watch it on your own. Mm -hmm. um, you, you add a little household chemical and you can speed up the boiling it's, of your water. It's in every home. Guaranteed. We all have it in our pantry. Uh, that's one of the things I liked. I also like how they introduced some helpful uh, ratios of water to that certain chemical. They also give you certain counting ways so you know exactly how long. Because they say, you know, going by minutes is a little bit too imprecise. So they tell you to actually count sheep. You know, a lot of people say count sleep to fall asleep. From now on, I'm going to be counting sheep to know how long it takes until my water's done. There's great tips about ice cube making. You know, you're supposed to, you fill up the ice cube tray, you're supposed to put it in the fridge for 35 minutes to lower that temperature a little bit. So then you throw them in the freezer. Because if you throw them right in the freezer, you're going to shock the cubes. Lots of stuff like that. Really stuff that I didn't know about or ever really consider. Yeah, that helps a lot because when you shock those cubes, they don't always come out perfect. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to add a little bit of salt to your ice, which helps it cool off faster and keeps your drinks cooler too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I will say that I don't really like drinking salty drinks, but um, if I'm in a hurry, especially like in a party situation, I'll add that salt in there to get that ice going a little bit quicker for my guests. Absolutely. Right. And then, of course, at the end, the uh, they culminate in something a little over the top where they t take all the knowledge that we learned and kind of push it to the extreme. And what they do is they take some you know, of the coldest nitroglycerin uh, frozen items like water and other things. And then it's, they see how long it takes for them to boil. So it's uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, I think that was just sort of an exciting little, um, just fun little experiments. Don't really lead to any hard hitting 
you know, helpful life hacks or anything, but just fun to watch them, them boiling us different chemicals. You know, I will say this did, this did feel a little clickbaity, uh, for a movie kind of outside of our normal, but, um, we did receive the whole box set of these science now movies. And so I figure we, we'd throw one in every now and then. I figure, you know, whatever it is, the fact that it's on a DVD that stands for something these days, even, you know, DVDs, Digital video CDs, disc. yeah, stuff is going out, out the way. Um, I had to burn a CD for a friend the other day because he doesn't have a CD burner and, you know, he, he didn't even have a CD, he needed a CD for a thing. But like, yeah, I'm just saying, if you have the time to put it in a DVD and, and print a case for it, uh, I'll watch it and I'll review it for you. So yeah, we we got a few more of these science nows um, that we have coming towards you that we'll review for you. Yeah, looking forward to those a lot. Uh, and that said, I give uh, I give this one I, I give this one a two. It was a it was an interesting thing. Gave me like I said, the information about ice cubes was very helpful. So a, a two from me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel a little awkward. I guess that's why the pause. I didn't. Uh, I did enjoy the the fun narration like you said you knew all of that stuff going in kind of you know there was a lot of stuff that was surprising to me but you kept saying you know i know that i already knew that so i you know sometimes i get a little cocky maybe i didn't know all of it but Mm -hmm. it felt like i've seen a lot of the science already on the internet so maybe they were just sort of stealing um from other science science researches from other science studies Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really buy the fact that they boiled four pots of water to come up with that conclusion. They sort of rushed through that. I would have really enjoyed seeing them boiling the individual pots of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so science is out on science now boiling and freezing water for me. I'm giving it a one. Okay. That's respectable. For me, I'm going to give it a two. I thought it was just dumbed down enough for me to find it enjoyable, and I didn't mind learning a few new things so two points for me okay so that's five points five more layers from the russian stacking doll nesting doll oh sure yeah i think that's what they're called all right let's go all right I'm going to do this next one. So pulling off the stand-up comedian, and it is a doctor with a syringe. Male or female doctor? It's a female doctor, right? That's a female? Yeah. Luke, have trouble That's with a the female doctor. Yeah, I do have trouble with that. I believe that is a woman or someone, you know, that is choosing to dress and approach their gender in this specific day as a, uh, as a female doctor. All right, next one. I'll pull this one off. Oh, cool. This is a horse jockey that is a horse. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it, it's a horse riding a horse? or yes. yeah. It's a horse dressed up like a jockey. It's a horse dressed up like a jockey supposedly riding a horse or getting ready to. That's mm-hmm. humorous. I like that. Okay, next layer. Um... This one is okay. This one's a little confusing. This one is, this one is a jockey riding on a jockey dressed like a horse. I think it's like an opposite joke of that last one. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. And the next one. This next one, it looks like a mathematician. 
uh-huh. with an abacus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's been a while since we talked about the abacus. Um, let's not let's not talk about the abacus right now. Cool. All right. Well, we're one still, more. Yeah, we're still dealing we're with still some sore. issues. Yeah, we're still not. We still don't sleep well. All right, one more. This yeah. is uh, okay. A pile of rats. It looks like a pile of rats. Their tails are all tied together or Ugh. something. Or that's like the super rat king. Yeah, this is really gross. And it's just a rat pile, rat king pile, pile of rats. These All are right. so and random. I don't <laughs> even to, uh, get yeah. why they, they made this doll like this. All right. Well, we're going to leave it at the rats for a bit and uh, I think go to an ad, yeah? Oh, yeah. Got to pay those bills, baby. 4hats.com has so many promotions that we've got to do them all at the same time. New Okay. Thanks, boys, and thanks for hats.com, one of our first and favorite sponsors. Um, let's kick another movie. I've got this one right here called The Single. It's a steady cam shot following a single dollar bill from mint to destruction. Now, conceptually, um, this really did pique my interest. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's, you know, it's definitely, it's a, it's a serious film, a very serious film about the life of this dollar bill, but the lives of the people the dollar bill touches, right? We see some pretty heartbreaking, some pretty powerful moments that this dollar bill kind of passes through. Truly surprising it. Now when I look into my wallet, I think about all these stories that go untold about everybody who's handled this dollar bill. You know, it's it's kind of eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know how eye-opening it was. It was a lot of shots in the cash register, um, a lot of... You know, the strip club scene was exciting. I don't know how they did that because... Well, when they... a lot... What strip club scene? There was... Three There's or four strip club yeah. scenes. True, true, true. Bill, but... Sorry. Anyway, keep going. What were you saying? I was just saying the one where it hits the dancer in, um, in the face. I thought that was pretty terrible that they threw. Because they're throwing this camera around. Um, so there was, there was moments in this movie where um, it sort of broke through that fourth wall. And you just it just didn't look right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? So, yeah. To be clear, if the film is from the dollar's perspective, it's it's you see, you know, what the dollar sees, and so you're saying that the scene when it when the when the dollar bill hits the lady and the camera clearly hits the actress, and it's yeah. it's it I doesn't. I thought that was reckless. I don't know if they compensated her or whatever for that. When you know, beyond the dollar, because that looked really real, right? Like she looked like that a camera hit her or whatever. Well, you know, yeah, this was like new steady cam. This was like a micro steady cam technology. They've actually were able to like uh, place it on the dollar bill, so it's almost indetectable. Some it's like a drone a little bit, right? I think it's, right. Yes, or at least in certain scenes, they were using a micro drone thing uh, attachment onto the the steady cam. But anyway, um. Yeah, definitely an interesting concept. Falls flat for me because of their inclusion of so much uh, children's dance music. I did a little research on the forums, and they couldn't afford the sort of orchestral 
and sweeping and, and really just big sound that they wanted to get out of, out of a symphony. Um, and so they ended up with uh, what they could afford, which was like this children's dance music. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like they went the opposite direction. Yeah, the entire time I was like, is this like kids bop of like dance music? It was so strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so for me, that was probably a very jarring element of the movie. We would have expected violins and, you know, timpanis and for those exciting moments, like when the dollar bill gets carried away by the hawk and then the hawk gets attacked by the, the owl at night. Um, very exciting moment um, with a dance remix of Wheels on the Bus. So not really sure how that fit in. Uh, I guess I do appreciate the just get it done attitude that that expresses, but I think they could have done a better job on the music. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't a good film. Um, There's elements that are interesting. The idea of following a dollar bill absolutely is, is interesting to see again uh, from its mint to when it gets destroyed in the ocean is interesting. Uh, the idea of the perspective of a dollar bill being the viewpoint of the film is interesting, but it seemed heavy handed at times and the soundtrack didn't really, like you said, work for me. It seemed a little out of place. Yeah, it was kind of a mess at the end of the day. Um, It's definitely one point for me. I wanted to like it, but it didn't just come together. The proof was not in the pudding. Yeah, um, sort of sharing that sentiment along with you. Plus, the shaky camera sort of did make me nauseous as well. I think they could have used a steady shot. I know they had that that tiny camera technology. I think they could have sort of worked that a little bit better. Um, yeah, so this movie's getting a one from me. Yeah, I think it's a missed opportunity. It was an interesting Forrest Gump-style film or had potential for that, you know, just just taking it a little slower, a little more seriously and uh, taking the time to do those beats. And then of course, getting a soundtrack that that fits the bill a little better pun intended there. Uh, I give this film a one as well. Right. Like the, like the Forrest Gump film. If the, if the whole movie had just followed the feather at the beginning. Yeah. Following. Yeah. From, from Hawk to, I don't know. Yeah, a few, of the, a few of the stories story. were touching. There were some nice moments, like you said, but didn't yeah. do it. All right, three. Let's three. pull off three layers on that Russian nesting doll and see what we got under there. <clears throat> okay, we're looking at the Rat King pulling off this layer here, and it looks like a Jamaican, a Rastafarian type uh-huh. character. Yep. Smoking a spleef, Mon. Stereotypical Rastafarian. Okay. I th- that's strange. I didn't think the Russians really appreciated that culture. I didn't think there was a lot of Rastafarian Russians. I don't know. Are there? Oh, I mean, this thing, this thing went off the rails. I don't think this is Russian culture a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Next right. layer. Peeling this one off. Uh, what is that? Who is that? Is that a, a prince? I suppose a prince, a little yeah, boy prince of some kind. Yeah, fancy sort of dress. young Little fancy boy, boy prince. Like yeah. He's looking out a castle window. I would call that okay. a prince. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Oh, this is a princess. Yeah, I would assume if we just saw the prince, this looks like the same kind of castle. 
Similar window. She's looking out. Yeah, opposite Pretty. direction looking. Pretty ugly princess. I mean, the prince wasn't that uh, attractive either. Kind of some yeah. ugly, ugly royalty, maybe. Ugly prince and then an ugly princess. Yeah. All right, and that's three. All right, that's it. I think we got a. I think we got another ad that we probably got to drop. Yeah, big sponsor this week. Let's go ahead and drop that ad. Thank you, Brandon. Thumb drive vape pens, discreet and stylish thumb drive vape pens will thumbs up your vape game. This rubber form-fitting thumb cover combines digital vaping tech and a fun way to vape from your thumb. Simply suck the supple vape tip at the end of your thumb. It's clean and shareable. It comes with our three basic vape flavors: cherry, pipe tobacco, and sour diesel 44. Order now and upgrade to the Biter edition. Tip nippers and biters. Promo code review. Unleash your thumb's full potential with thumb drive vape pens. Okay, guys, let's go on to another movie, probably our last movie of the day. Um, this movie, of course, I was excited about. I could tell you guys were excited about it. We've all been listening to this music of this particular star of the film. The movie is called Her Boy's Beach Party. Um, this is great. This not only combined the pop music of Her Boy, but also some light comedy elements, some suspenseful drama. Some good dancing. Great dancing, Sorry. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the basic plot of the film here, we, we have her boy. He plays himself as her boy. He is on his summer, you know, spring bake vacation here. Who happens to also be there, but his crazy auntie, Miss Miss. Miss Miss, she is known for being a little bit strict and doesn't uh, really particularly approve of her boy's uh, planned activities. A lot of music, a lot of funny jokes. What did you guys think of this film? Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, you know, again, I went in biased because I love her boy's new album. I've been jamming to it. And so to see some of those songs actually be in the film was very exciting. But apart from that, I'm I'm surprisingly I'm a fan of musicals. And I very I don't know why I said surprisingly, but but maybe that is surprising if you don't know me. Uh, a lot of people aren't, I guess, boys. What am I? I'm now I'm stereotyping. It doesn't matter. Point is, the dancing was great in it. Yeah, um, the dancing was great, Alex. And... I liked the fun subplot with his auntie, Miss Miss, is chasing him around, trying to pull him out of parties, trying to get him to stop dancing and go have fun at the museum and do some more cultural stuff that Miss Miss likes to do. And he's always dodging her and ducking out of the way. And um, the fun dance scenes where she gets lost looking for her boy and uh, the music, too. Phenomenal pop hits. I'm not a big pop music guy. I'm not a big musical guy. Sort of takes me out of it. I find musicals to be so unbelievable that they're annoying. But um, these pop hits from Her Boy are just phenomenal. And I really see this kid going places. Yeah, he just wants to dance. He gets pulled out of a lot of parties by his aunt. He the beach walk party when they're at the whole beach walk thing and all of the boardwalks lit up and stuff. And he's just trying to dance. Ooh, I just... I loved it so much. Uh, the musical. Like, yeah, go ahead, Brandon. I was going to say, I, I definitely enjoyed the ending. I think the most, uh, when you get to see Auntie Miss Miss actually on stage during the wet t-shirt contest mm-hmm. at the end, you know, the role is kind of reversed. Her boy wants to go home and it, and Auntie Miss Miss is up on stage and people love it. Yeah, she's taking shots. A little risque. I'm not sure they should have really... I mean, they didn't fully expose her breasts, but you get a hint of what's what uh, Auntie May's got going on there. 
or uh, Auntie Miss Miss has got going on there. Um, I thought that was a little strange for a PG sort of teen pop movie, but uh, I'm an adult. I can handle it. And I think I think in here in 2017, we can show a little boob um, to kids and not really, you know, have people losing their minds over it. So, um, yeah, Auntie Miss Miss. I did think it was a little dark the way she tried to get her boy. She's so desperate. She kidnaps one of her boy's girlfriends and uh, leaves her in that hotel room with no food or water. I thought that was a little crazy. Yeah, she Uh, took her cell phone and began texting her boy as if it was the person she had just kidnapped. And she got the truth about what her boy's true intentions were. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, her boy wants to kiss someone, right, by the end of summer. He really wants to, you know, the dancing is just a means to an end. I mean, not necessarily he enjoys the dancing, but his true goal that you see in the start of the film is that he wants to he wants to get a kiss. And uh, I don't know if I should spoil it or not. As soon as Auntie Miss Miss finds out. Uh-huh. She puts an end to that a little bit or tries to. So the movie culminates in the final concert at the beach party where it's the wet t-shirt concert. And her boy finally rescues his love and they're stealing a kiss and she's up on stage and it's just a great family movie, a great ending, heartwarming. He gets what um, he's always wanted. His girlfriend gets the same and Auntie Miss Miss finally unwinds a little bit and, and has some fun on the beach there with her boy and the music crew. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was I, suspenseful. The end of summer was rapidly approaching, so when it finally happened, it was great. It's just a nice flick. Made me feel good. Made me feel like a, a young, uh, a young her boy in love. Yeah, I think we all have a little her boy inside of us. Definitely, I feel that way. When I saw this, it was reminiscent of my childhood. MTV, um, spring break, MTV spring break parties on, on the on TV and, and seeing everybody party and have fun was um, a nice little piece of nostalgia too. I really put a context to his new album as well. So again, I can't say enough. Are you guys ready to review this film? Yep, absolutely. Sure. Uh, I give her boys beach party a, a two. I enjoyed it for the music and the dance. Yeah, her boy's beach party was not too long, had a lot of fun, wasn't too heavy on the plot. I give it a two. Yeah, for me as well, this is a two. This just uh, furthers my excitement for this artist's career as both a film star and a pop star. Two points for me. All right, let's pull off these last uh, couple layers here of this uh, doll. We'll get our 201 and we'll get out of here. Okay. Um, first layer here. This is the, it looks like a court jester, sort of a maniacal, angry figure. Mm-hmm. Alex, you want to pull up the next one here? Yeah. Huh. Is that, that's Luke, I think. That's you, right? I would say. Yeah, that's me. Really? It's you? Yeah. Looks like that's it. cool. Yeah, he's got Zeke next to him. I guess this is really custom. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. All right, keep going. What's the next one? All right, cool. Next one. Next one. Oh, okay. boy. Okay, well, that's me. Weird. That's clearly me. Yeah. It's cool. No, not weird, I guess. I don't know why we're worried. You? Well, I don't know. I mean, I've got the biggest fan base for sure. I've got the... I wasn't expecting to see you in there, but... 
Well, I can assume the next one's going to be, shall we? Okay. Alright, that's Brandon. It's me? It's you. What am I wearing? You're on the beach. You're on the beach, you don't have your shirt on. And it looks like you're wiggling. Huh, that's interesting. I was just doing that last week. Or a couple weeks ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Alright. And last one, let's open it just up. Just maybe just a strange coincidence with that. Yeah, let's let's open this last one. Uh shit. That's a that's a this bomb. This is a fucking bomb. That's a bomb. What? Well, it's a bomb. It's a this is a bomb. fucking bomb. There's a bomb in there? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, what I, are we gonna I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Um Brandon, can you pull up a bomb um bomb website or something? Some bomb diffusing? It's just yeah, let me Wikipedia. It's, it's counting oh, that, down. It's counting down. my internet down. connection is not good. I'm not. I'm not connected to a strong Wi-Fi. Can you guys look at it? No. No, our Wi-Fi is down too. How much time do we have? We Says have 10, 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> ten or twenty minutes. It's hard to tell. I can't tell how it's counting. Come back next week for the heart-pounding conclusion. Will the LA boys die in a fiery death? Perhaps a chemical or a biohazard one? Or will Brandon's internet get better in time to pull up the appropriate bomb-diffusing wiki? Find out if the boys were alive enough to review such movies as Taking Up Space, Chimbledo, My Little Nanny, Reflected Shadows, and Grump, all next week on One to Review. Fun and simple, a bit like some chocolate chicken.